0: Hey, welcome, welcome, everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters here on Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM. And we have a great show for you. We are here interviewing Mary Ryan and Emma of Blue Dragon Apothecary. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And um, just so the listeners can differentiate, go ahead and say who's Mary and who's Emma. I'm Mary. I'm Emma. Welcome. Welcome do we sound alike (laughs) um you know I think no not at all (laughs) well then people it'll be easy for people absolutely absolutely um so tell us a little bit about Blue Dragon Apothecary I know you guys are located up in Greenfield Massachusetts and um I always whenever I'm stop at the co-op I always see your um the sandwich board sign for right up it's upstairs right
1: Yeah, it's upstairs, second floor, back of the building, so we're tucked away, but it's a really beautiful sanctuary space, so.
0: Lovely. Yeah,
1: and um, so when you walk into Blue
2: Dragon, um, we really want people to walk in and drop down their nervous system to the first level of healing, so it's very um, clean and, you know, sort of a sanctuary, a sort of monastic vibe a little bit, plus 300 herbs hanging out on all the shelves. That's a lot um, of herbs. (laughs) That's a lot of herbs. Yeah. And um, so we offer Chinese herbal medicine, acupuncture, massage. um, And also, I would say what we offer is also ecological medicine um, and education. Do you think, Emma?
1: Yeah, we do have a network of community healers who also teach and hold workshops at our space. So we do offer a wide variety of educational programs and often how-to, so how to make herbal medicine at home, how to get your apothecary going at home. And we just really are interested in getting power to the people so we can um, all participate in the herbal medicine revolution
2: yeah and
1: um i came from a
2: tradition of um actually from the dark side um i'm sort of darth vader that you know (laughs) ended up sort of reforming or something (laughs) um i had a scholarship to you know oxford university doing a phd measuring the efficacy of tibetan medical treatments Mm. um because of course you know supported by the pharmaceutical industry and who and 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 of course These are also wonderful organizations, you know, right place and time. But, um, you know, there's a definite plundering of indigenous medical knowledge for the creation of pharmaceuticals. And so we keep an encyclopedic sort of, um, uh, sort of, a vast sort of warehouse of herbs, and we scientifically know what they do. Um, And so we can help people with an ecological form of medicine, some of which they can even grow in their yard. So we really, you know, want to, um, awaken people to the knowledge that, for example, one of the great, um, chemotherapy drugs right now comes from native American medicine, Northwest coast, mm. very popular, the mandrake, uh, the mayapple plant, um, and Artemisia annua, um, there are a whole series of formulas in Chinese medicine. Um, there isn't a lot of malaria in China, mm. and that's because they have these wonderful formulas. And then the person who got the Nobel Peace Prize in medicine for a new drug called Artemisinin that treats malaria. Um, so that came from Chinese medicine. Wow. You know? So we're really. We're hoping to promote, um, you know, plant medicine as really, it's, you know, it's effective.
0: Yeah, and do you, do you, what, what, you mentioned uh, ecological medicine. Is that what you would also call plant medicine or can you define what that means? Yeah. Um, ecological medicine is, so
2: if you go to Whole Foods And you pick up a supplement jar, and it says it's got nettles in it, this, that, and the other. It's also got some riders in it, some preservatives. Okay. Um, Also, in order for that bottle of supplements to be made, um, it's usually come from far away. It's usually come from a corporate organization um, that probably practices corporate welfare. Not all of them. I mean, there's some great companies out there. But when you add in the CO2 footprint of the factory um, manipulation of plants so that they become pills and then they're put in plastic bottles and then they go onto a truck and that truck drives 300 miles or some of them are even made in China. So ecological medicine, you know, our herbs are locally grown or domestically grown as much as possible, organic as much as possible. And also ecological medicine, what I also mean about that is that we have evolved with plants. So if you take a plant remedy in T form, it's in water and it gets absorbed through the system mm. in, an, in a way that evolutionarily we've evolved with plants and it's great. But if you're, so it's ecological in that way as well. You know, the, um, our relationship with our natural world
0: so it's a, it sounds like it's a combination of keeping things local. Yeah. As well as being aware of the the plants that we have grown accustomed to and consumed in our more traditional diets within the land.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would add on to what Mary is saying in that there's a simplicity to our herbal formulas and our recommendations. So they're not as processed, you know. So they're something that you can also grow yourself which is really exciting there are so many herbs you can grow yourself at home and learn to dry them and make tea or extract with alcohol and you can capsulate them but these are just fresher whole herbs we're ordering in bulk and there's just not the process you know the processing Mm -hmm. and yeah, the, there's not as much packaging. We don't. We sell a lot of teas. Um, of course, we are bottling um, some products, but they're just simply made and fresh and small batch, mm. and that is um, something that we value. I love that. It's a yeah. cultural.
2: And they are thing. custom formulas too. So we're we can put together a formula that takes care of your insomnia and oh, that stomachache you seem to get every morning and. Tending toward constipation. So you get sort of a lovely personal blend. And we call them your constitutional remedy. You know, mm. sort of like like what, for example, what goes wrong with you, Emma, or me? Like we're always going to go south in a certain way medically. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, so then we have our constitutional. So, you know, we keep each other healthy through, you know, absorbing the plant material that, you know, knows what to do. Yeah. For me, it's my tummy. That's your, I'll be that's sort of like, spot. oh, that's my spot. I'll be like, wow, I have diarrhea. Wow, I guess I'm stressed. You know, mm. like I, I actually will register it first in my body. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: all that suppression, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious, Sista, um, how, how did you become an herbal apothecarian? Oh, thank you for asking. So
1: I have to go way back to my childhood, honestly, because my parents have a very small health food store that opened in the 70s in very New Jersey. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, and my father, you know, he's kind of wild, crazy liber- libertarian now, but he was a old school hippie and, <laughs> and he was selling at a farmer's market, you know, when he was like early 20s, honey, raw honey and herbs. Wow, And he wow. led wild crafting herb walks in the woods. And so I grew up with the... um just nutrition as being really important and herbalism. And we did a lot of um, supplements, but I'm not as drawn to supplements. So I was always interested in herbs mm. and i mo- I met Mary Ryan because she taught medical anthropology at UMass. Oh, lovely um, 2001. And um, what is medical anthropology?
2: Well, um, that's how I got my research training is um, it's studying how other cultures heal their people.
0: Gotcha. It's really fun. That sounds really cool. Yeah, so yeah. even when you were working in a more traditional form of medicine, more Western medicine, you were still learning about healing. Yeah. 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 That was your I loved it all. Way. Yeah. Loved yeah. it all.
2: Yeah. And so, Emma's Emma's a real Emma's an apothecarian, truly. You yeah. know, you teach me so much, Emma.
0: So so you took her uh, you took uh, Mary's medical anthropology what what was that? Anthropology, yeah. I was like, this is a new word. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Uh, So you took uh, Mary's medical anthropology class, and what then?
1: Well, it was actually my sister who took it, but Mary had thrown a party at the end of the semester, and I went, (laughs) and we met there. (laughs) But anyways, so what happened after that was um, 2005, like further along, uh, Mary um, had been teaching a what was it it was um traditional chinese medicine and overview course at the Shangshan institute Mm, with lita herman and that was huge because it gave me a whole new system uh, for looking at health and your body and just being more in tune to your body and feeling like, oh, if there's a place on me. So this also incorporated acupressure and studying meridians. Mm. And it was so interesting to learn about the patterns and the way um, the Asian medical system looked at the organ system and the energetics and all of these herbs have the same patterning and ener- energetics. Mm. So then you correlate herbs with patterns that might be in out-of-balance in your body, mm-hmm. and I just really, it just, it really struck yeah. me and changed the way I thought about the world and myself.
2: Wow. And Emma in the class, just an absolute genius. I mean, you soaked it in <laughs> as though this was just natural for you. I mean, really good. It and was so, fun. and how we work together now at the apothecary is. I'll make a formula that's really addressing the medical system, mm. you know, problem or you know what's going on, the dynamic, you know, um, and then I'll be like, Ur, um, Emma, can you make this taste good? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Just also culinary really cook, yeah. you
2: know the
0: the the art of medicine, the art yeah. of blending herbal. I want formulas. people
1: to like the
0: taking their medicine so yeah I did go to a Chinese doctor way back in the day when I was living in London and it was the grossest tea I've ever drank and I had one day of it of 14 and I stopped taking it immediately after because I just it was like it stank up the kitchen my roommates were like what are you doing Caroline it was (laughs) it was a little intense so I love that you have that back and forth blend of making it taste good as well as honoring (laughs) Mm. the energetics of solving the problem yeah
1: Yeah. Well, there's a more modern solution to that the concentrate herb granules. Mm. And they're already decocted and they're instant. Uh, melting so there are decocted herb that is then dry evaporated i believe
0: mm-hmm. yeah and they're the same like the th- chrysanthemum crystals that you see like that the packets yeah. where you pour it Probably. into tea yeah you look like you know it yeah talking yeah. About. yeah yeah okay yeah. i know what those are they're delicious and they're
1: potent they're concentrate so one gram of this powder it's a granule it's not like a whole root ground into a powder it's like something else so that crystal One gram is equal to five grams of the whole herb. So they're more concentrate. But then Mary has access to a shelf that's like 150 bottles and they're each individual herbs. And she can just throw the herbs together. So someone Mm -hmm. might have 50 different herbs in a formula. And formulations then you don't have to go home and brew a pot, you know, simmer it for eight to 12 hours in your home. You just put it at the bottom of a cup and pour boiled water over it i like it yeah it's Mm. so much easier and i think right in china that's their mainstream form of medicine Mm. is that correct yeah yeah.
2: well yeah you you find in hong kong and china you'll find that there are chinese medical apothecaries in the hospital so it's blended with western eastern you know it's really nice
0: i like that yeah. so so when did Blue Dragon get started um, when because uh, I, I, I haven't spent a huge amount of time in Greenfield but um, but I feel like I, I see it it's very visible uh, right yeah. on, on Main Street um, so can you yeah tell me a little bit about the origins yeah I'm actually you know how a, a
2: tragedy it feels like a tragedy to you and then it turns out to be the most fortunate thing yes so what happened was I didn't get tenure as a professor Um, and I was like, gosh, what am I going to do with my life? Well, I've been talking about Chinese and Tibetan medicine forever. Why am I not practicing? So I went in that direction and, um, but I had an infant and a toddler and I, um, I might have let my acupuncture license lapse, you know, (laughs) but I still had my herbal license and I thought, oh, being just an herbalist. Oh, that's really, that's a tough living, but I'll, I'll, I'll try it out and, um, But I'm so glad that all these doors closed, and there was only one open, and it was plant medicine. Um, And then I met Bill Siff at Goldthread, Goldthread Apothecary. And then it was sort of like you could see that Goldthread Apothecary was kind of going down, and my practice was going up. Um, And then luckily, Emma had trained in farming plant medicine, actually, like, Right, am you still garden like growing, Um, drying the whole? That
1: was yeah. That was also around. um, So blue dragon apothecary officially began twenty twelve. Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, um, at the Nakul Center down Main Street. Oh wow! Beautiful Mm. church, kind of. Yeah, and and very you know, um, let's see. A few hours a week, you know, small, right? Yeah. But yeah. the apothecary was set up and I was um, not living in the area at the time. But then um, <laughs> something I was in New York and Mary just convinced me to leave everything. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. You were but ready. I came back <laughs> to the area in 2013 and just in time for a move to Greenfield. And that yeah. was really great. And at first we were sort of looking for cheap rent, honestly, because yeah. also we are always looking to provide affordable low-cost services and medicines herbal medicine so this is just important to us that we keep our overhead prices low yeah and um that was when i started helping with farmers market just a farmer's market and slowly building a product line for retail and we barely had retail hours we had by appointment only. Wow. And so very, very slowly opened three days a week and then four days and, you know, just realized we had to do the five days. And we're still at five days a week. So we're closed yeah. mon- uh, Sunday, Monday.
2: Yeah, closed Sunday, Monday. And really your products, you know, people would come in and they would be upset if there wasn't any sleep and wisdom left. Or, Is that one you know, of the most popular? That's one of the most popular ones. We have
0: a great pain formula. Um Wait, I want to. How do sweet sleep and wisdom go together? Yeah, tell me the more. The wisdom to go to sleep. No, <laughs> um,
1: it's a part of. Also, um, it settles the nerves. So you know that kind of like tired and wired, can't really focus, but maybe staring at a screen. So this is um, this is a suggestion to have the wisdom to prepare for sleep. So, one, some on the back of the bottle it says, you know, turn the lights down low mm-hmm. and take this formula thirty minutes, an hour before you want to start getting ready for bed. And it's very suggestive. So it's just saying, like, get into the. It's a ritual, right? You need to put yourself to bed, and also there's treat some, ourselves
0: like babies. Yeah, sometimes. we're yeah. like that. We loving, need to
1: take care of that because yeah. it's really important for the body and the mind to get a deep rest and it's where we heal our our brains as right physical muscle the whole neurological system has to go into REM to heal and so the sleep in wisdom has a combination of just sedative herbs that just really can knock you out it depends. Some people need something else and then we send them to Mary. So if sleep and wisdom doesn't work, we're like, "See Mary." <laughs> and there's other things, so you know, it just it could be uh it could be some other situation, but generally it just helps people to relax, and that's a part of wisdom, you know, you can just in a relaxed state, relaxed state you can think you can think clearer, right? Yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you sort of drop down to where you can observe your thoughts instead of being entangled in them. Yes. You know? And that's one way that I I love the way we work together in that way, you know, just sort of formulating the herbs, you know, formulating the formulas. Um, And in Tibetan medicine, there's this whole sort of the energetics of herbs. You know, you have sort of the dharmic level of imbalance, that very high, high level imbalance, and that could be sort of, you know, trauma, you know, really serious stuff, you know? the tantric level of imbalance, you know, that's like the acupuncture meridian system, Reiki comes into play, craniosacral, all of that. Um, and also opening your heart. So, you know, sleep in wisdom, mm-hmm. opening your heart to others and to yourselves, to yourself, you know, compassion is our doorway to the infinite. Um, and, then the, you know, the herbal sort of physical level of imbalance, you know, too. So we've got the actual herbs doing the mechanical work, you know, anti-inflammatories, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: When you say that compassion is the is the doorway, um, uh, can you talk more about that? Sure. Um, well, so in
2: the Tibetan medical tradition that I trained in, it's um, a black hat tradition that comes from a certain part of Tibet. And, um, in that tradition, the heart is the seat of the heart mind and, um, a very ancient practice. Shall I just tell everybody now? It's a really wonderful practice. Yeah. Why not? You know, if ever, especially if you need to calm down or, um, you've got a big decision to make, I find this practice very interesting. So by door to the infinite, they mean, how did you come into this world? You know? there's sort of this access doorway through the heart. Um, In Western medical terms, its location is the SA node, which is an electrical impulse in the heart. You know, when they're defibrillating you or someone, you know, they're going boom, and that's like, you know, getting the electricity going again Mm -hmm. in the heart. You know, so that SA node is this electrical spark that they don't really understand in Western medicine. Well, in Tibetan medicine, They call that sort of the doorway to the infinite. So, say you're having a hard day or something like this. Um, I'll do it before someone comes in to see me just so I'm centered. And that is you sit down and you breathe. Breathe in and you breathe out. And you start to really feel the presence of your heart. Everybody can feel their heart. And as you're feeling your heart, recognize... You know, this beautiful chamber there in the middle of your chest. Now walk back, actually take a walk with your fingers and walk back into the left corner of your heart, way back there near the back of your rib cage. And if you do that, really kind of knock on there, say knock, knock, essay node knock, knock. The beloved, the clear light. That beyond space and time is right there inside your heart. So take that with you into your lives and um, and let us know at Blue Dragon, info at Blue Dragon Apothecary. Let us know your experiences, you know.
0: Cool. Um, I love that. Yeah. I hope everyone listening and driving out there uh, was able to really participate in that safely. As they're <laughs> <laughs> operating motor vehicles, <laughs> but if you are want to come back to that, you can. Um, all these shows um, are archived on uh, reikinorthampton.com backslash radio, um, and so this this will always be um, a place that you can come back to and listen to this meditation as well um, and explore that. Um, thank you for sharing that. That is a really um, beautiful way to connect to that infinite. Um, you know that that con- compassion to doorway mm-hmm. to the infinite beautiful Mm. i love that how do you prepare for your day when you're kind of seeing Mm. people come in
1: i would say just thinking of also meditating on non-judgment um and hopefully you know i definitely am Doing the retail, so we talk about how hard and challenging just retail can be. One hundred percent. That's like a whole different vibration. Yep. And um, so, just try. You know, I most of the time am blessed with patience. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and non judgment, <laughs> if I'm in the right place. And yeah, Mary does encourage me, which is really great throughout my wow. whole life to take a minute. And what do you say to like, you know, pretty much bow down and say, thank you for this day to the higher power, whatever that is. And just, you know, to be humble and grateful. And so that that helps, you know. Yeah. And getting, you know, just for me, just feeling also what I'm noticing is like I need to be also giving myself what I need. Mm. And if I'm feeling really burnt out, you know, it's just tough. But I will practice. um you know, some of the uh, heart-opening meditation. You know, Mary oh, does yeah. have to remind me. Yeah. You know, and she does. It's, well, it's that's good. That's why we have people that we love <laughs>
0: in our lives, to help yeah, us absolutely. bring all those vibrations up and keep us on track. And Yeah, yeah. You know, and like we're so
1: good for each other
2: because you'll remind me to eat. Because I literally can go two days without eating because I'm so in my head. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought of eating when I was little. I remember my parents pleading and begging me to eat. And I'm sort of still like, and you're good for me. You're good for me.
1: Yeah, we watch out for each other at Blue Dragon, that's for sure. It's a big um, crew there, so we're all trying to really work together.
0: So when somebody walks in, so I know you're the, you're kind of doing a lot of the retail and you're a little bit more behind the scenes, Mary. Um, so Emma, when, when people walk through the door, what, what does the space look like? What is, um, what should yeah. people expect? Oh, I know. Come and visit. It's just almost
1: undescribable. So you walk through this long hallway into the building, back to the building. You come into our lobby our waiting room and there's just great huge windows and light everywhere so it's pretty sunny and wall-to-wall herbs and plants and um little bit of confusion because the retail is in the second room but mm-hmm. we have some signs trying to help people find the retail yeah but that's so then you go to the second room and then it opens up and it's just usually quite a surprise to people because they're um I feel like I want to give them a star a sticker or something for just getting just finding it up there (laughs) and and being just inquisitive enough adventurous enough to wander all the way up and then come and they're hopefully feeling rewarded yeah and it's yeah it's quite beautiful so we have a counter a bar stool you can sit down you can um i we usually greet you and you we want to see if we can help you find something and we do offer custom blends for um common complaints so you know if there's something a cold or something that we can try to help you with um, that isn't too chronic. So we usually have a series of questions, like, "As your, how long have you been feeling this way? What's your, are you on a lot of medications? What's your health yeah. history?" And try we try to gauge if it's appropriate to do over-the-counter um, herbal medicine because yeah. that's something where we have also been trained. Mm-hmm. The retail people are also um, trained herbalists. I must say that we have herbalists who have done the clinical training who are doing retail now, and we're really blessed. Mary's clinically trained. I am more, um, I've done herbalism training, but the th- clinical training is really studying clinical case histories, doing a certain amount of hours of that work. And mm. so so I've been studying under different herbalists who have worked with us there for five years now. So That's cool. I've definitely gleaned a lot and also just in an apprenticeship style but i do strongly persuade people who come in and to to do schedule a, a consultation and i just say you know you really are worth this and you deserve it and we have sliding scale and we want to help you but doing a quick 10 minute conversation you know i can sell you this but it might not be right for you so But we want to also make sure you have what you need and what you're looking for right now and don't want to turn you away. So it's a balance.
2: Yeah, it's really wonderful. And something that's so great, Emma, I know you love that too, is that we really are about health justice and accessibility, you know? Years ago, I found myself being an herbalist in Northampton, you know, with the upper class and I was making good money and it was... But it, it just didn't feel like what I was put on this earth to do, to do here in a way. And um, now we're in Greenfield where, you know, Franklin County is the poorest county in Massachusetts, so we have heroin addicts, employees from McDonald's, um, different uh, levels
1: of education. A lot of fixed income. A lot so, of fixed income. Know, we try to work within mm-hmm. people's budgets. Yeah, There are some herbal formulas that are more expensive than others, and definitely loose-leaf tea is the most affordable and then you do have to brew it and you'll have to drink, you know, like four cups a day. It's just, you know, it's a commitment, yeah. but it's yeah. it's great. I'm just used to, I'll bring my water bottle with tea in it and just drink it throughout the day. And so, yeah, we try to cater to all, really all yeah. dimensions of people. And it's really great
2: because now doctors are referring
0: to us. That I think is super cool. Yeah, yeah and, and I really, really
2: cool. love having... Um, you know, the biomedical teamwork. We're training each other. And um, so there's a lot of love up there in Greenfield. It's really lovely. Um, And also social support. You know, we try to help people who may not know even, you know, like, oh, here's a place you can go talk to the social worker. You know, domestic violence, go here. You know, this, that, and the other sort of, um, yeah. And... We're very lucky because someone practically gifted us a building that is 5,000 square feet.
0: That is very nice. Thank you, Kristen. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah.
2: um, I, I don't know if they'd want to be mentioned, you know, on the air. Um, and it's a house on Main Street in Greenfield across from Whole Foods. Oh, River Valley I mean, Co-op. sorry, River Valley Co-op. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ooh, no. Wait, sorry. Greenfield sorry, Co-op. It's
0: Greenfield,
1: Greenfield Co-op, you guys. Co-op. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Franklin County Co-op, oh. actually? No. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry everyone. Um, <laughs> to make a long story
2: short. Um, you know, we'll be able to expand our offerings, and we want to have a, for example, a peer support group for the number of people in my practice who have had psychotic breaks and yet are normal people. And have a lot of trauma, um, so a peer support group for sort of um, post psychosis and the trauma of being strapped down in a hospital, et cetera, et cetera, um, and the stigma now—the way people treat them differently, et cetera. That's one peer support group. Another one is for you know chronic illness. Um, we want to do a mothers group. You know, mothers with infants and young children are so isolated. And so we want to, now that we've been sort of semi-gifted this building, when we move, when it's renovated, um, we'll be able to have sort of, you know, a community yoga um, teaching room um, and be able to do what we we've wanted to do and we've dreamt about doing since, really since about 2005, I would say. You Mm -hmm. know, 2012, we started in Greenfield, but yeah. The, um,
1: that, that, brings up a point where we are right now located we are bursting out of the seams so we (laughs) you know we have so many we really do have more than 300 various herbs because half of them are not even on the shelf we have like a catalog of like ask us for this in the back stock right because we just are out of space and (laughs) also for storage reasons and also we have a wonderful crew of practitioners and healers and right now we only have two consultation rooms one is body work and one is um with a couch and more consultation um but it's also really behind funny. the couch is like a stored other body work table and everything's just <laughs> a shared schedule so these rooms are coveted yeah and we're always trying to manage and everyone would like to expand their schedule right Absolutely. so we're really excited kind of chomping at the bit for the the yeah. move and so we can also everyone can have their own room and we're going to have yeah classrooms and, and wheelchair
2: accessible we'll have a, an elevator oh, a wheelchair it's lift. huge that, yeah. is,
0: that is so important that is why i currently have the building that i'm in the building mm. where i am at because it's like yeah it's it's everything yeah. to people who can't take five it's flights everything. of stairs or even one flight mm. of stairs yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. that's
1: true. And we have a double, sort of a double flight. It's like one floor, but they're quite long. And we want to really work with the community in chronic pain because mm. we have been success- successfully working with that population. And it's like mm-hmm. a little bit strange to ask them to really like struggle up those stairs. Right, and save an extra do. 15 minutes for do. the stairs mm. or something. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Uh, so tell me more. So I know you guys have the apothecary side where you have the retail and the herbs and do a lot of the consultations. And the other part of Blue Dragon Apothecary is that you have body workers, right? Yeah. Can you we tell have, us a um, little bit about that? Yeah. Well, we're very lucky. One of them,
2: Stephen, um, Stephen Alessandro Mace, he is a massage therapist, massage therapist. He's really good. Um, and he does myofascial release. Um Some energy healing and great, great massage. Lots of different types of massage. Um, And people really love them. And then we have Anne Wagner does um, biodynamic craniosacral therapy. Cool. Um, And then we have an acupuncturist. And now we have someone who teaches one-on-one qigong. So therapeutic qigong. Like here are movements to help you. Sort of you can get rid of pain in your shoulder by strengthening your knees and it's fascinating what he's doing with people especially people in pain you know we've ended up having sort of a pain community around us that we've been learning a lot about you know they're cool. teaching
0: us and we're teaching them yeah yeah that sounds really cool do you have a lot of people who cross over between the body work as well as the herbs is there kind of a nice flow between the two or do people kind of route themselves one direction or the other hmm. i think there is overflow I would say
2: people tend to buy the retail items and you know, say they come in for a massage and they're
1: like, Oh, you know, I'll, right. They'll yeah. peruse the, the shelf. They won't. Yeah. I, I think Mary's really good at, you know, we're looking at holi- we're holistic mm-hmm. healing. So we, we want to try to get you that massage because Stephen's very good with chronic pain mm. and so yeah. and craniosacral as well so there's a lot of i find mary ryan is just really good at doing the referrals and we often are interreferring our acupuncturist as well deb tyler she's five element and is um just really great for people who are actually you were talking about like uh, a lot of like mental health a lot of just amazing just um also chronic pain and because she um um, deb does not do with the herbs and mary ryan does chinese medicine they can cross reference quite a bit and work together which is so nice we love working together and
2: you know if you go to deb um it's quite the experience in that um, there was something, I mean, it's called depossession. It isn't, you know, but you go in there and, um, you know, you're locking something in. There's something, there's an emotion that you're stuff, stuff, stuffing, and it's eating you up. and it's eating you up. And, you know, you go to Deb and you just say, you know, I know I'm really imbalanced, you know, um, my baby went to college, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. <laughs> and, um, you know, so, you know, you're, you're authentic with her. Um, and so, you know, you get on the table and she throws a bunch of needles in and she's like, now Listen. You might cry a little on the table. It's, it's okay. You know, and then <laughs> you, know, you have a good ball. And then she says, well you know, maybe I should have told you, but, you know, you might have a hard 48 hours because you've been sort of, you know, tamping some stuff down, you know, like a pressure cooker. And so give yourself (laughs) some time. And then I remember, you know, you go home and you're like crawling on the floor.
0: (laughs) You're so vulnerable. (laughs) Like like,
2: unbelievable. (laughs) And it's so beautiful. And then afterward you just, I find it's one way that I, I can really get my energy back and I realize how much tamping down emotions, right? You know, so... That's our Deb
0: Tyler, and there's lots going on there, you know. So yeah, and so you guys are. are, Do you guys have a schedule for the the move to the new space, or is that like kind of like 2025? Well, uh, um, springtime next year. Well, we're we're really looking
2: at it, Um, and it's really nice. We talked to the contractors. Um, He's also going to blow through. So Blue Dragon will be on the lower floor, and then there's a yoga floor upstairs, and now we have the elevator. So, they can so even do cool. handicapped yoga. Um, and so, we're really working on being a whole healing building, but he's going to blow through the lower floor. So, we'll be in by April. Wow. Um. And then, they can kind of part-time finish upstairs. That's you amazing. Know, so, it's quiet during the day. You know, they start 2.30 to 5.30, you know, like that, or they work all day Friday. You know, so,
1: we're working it out. So, mm. so you'll um, have also some office space on the second floor. Yeah.
2: And, I, well. you know, I, I mean, we're really exploring options, too. You know, physicians now want to come into the Blue Dragon scene. And
0: yeah, I wanted to chat with you because I know on your website, um, your mission includes to really build bridges between alternative medicine and doctors and healthcare providers. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about how that crossover is happening at Blue Dragon Apothecary? Yeah, well, um, we get a really a lot of people from a few doctors. Um,
2: and then... Uh, it's now about five either physicians or nurse practitioners, you know, have approached me personally and said, "Hey, I really want to join your practice." Um, Super. And cool. I'm excited about that. And so you know we're really looking at it Emma and I from a business standpoint. There's something called there's a new thing, and it's called direct primary care. And that's where it's like a club. People pay. You know, a family pays 150 a month. an individual pays 80. Um, So then you you drop down to sort of just catastrophic insurance that pays for cancer and, you know, car accidents, stuff like that. But then direct primary care would be you would see the doctor and then you would also see the, you know, the Asian medical doctor as well. Very cool. Um, Maybe together in a room um, because what's happening now, what I find is I really do need to talk to the medical doctors. Like when I have someone with, Let me think. I've got someone, you know, with just sort of pelvic floor issue. It's a friend of the family. They'll forgive me, but you know, pelvic floor issues. So then, you know, you talk to Dr. You know, Laura Mansfield Goodridge. She does that. And, and she's amazing. I mean, who knew that your core is related to, you know, those, your private parts. I mean, it's really amazing. And so we're educating each other. Mm -hmm. And, um, but we do want to make sure that you know we don't sort of have a bunch of physicians blow in and then you know like sort of ruin blue dragon cuz we have an incredible vibe
1: <laughs>
0: so they sure. got
2: they got to they got to like uh you know, we have a vibration that they've got to like, you Pretty know, slip high into. Level,
0: yeah, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, you don't know want the, you know, you want to kind of maintain that. I mean, you guys have such a great dynamic between the two of you. And I'm sure that it kind of extends through the other people that are in that space, just even from listening to the way that you describe their work. And, it's a
1: family
2: for yeah, sure. It really is a family. You know, and we sit down and we, you know, ring the Tibetan bell and have a moment of silence together. And we, some of us pray for our patients, or say the you know medicine Buddha mantra for our patients. Oh, I mean, it's so wonderful. Yeah. And we try to eat together once a month, and then just go over
1: what any anything that's going on. Something um, on the note of connecting with the hospitals potentially that I'm going to be working toward is with nurse uh, midwives,
0: Ooh. Mm. and
1: there's a lot of interest in there they're they're promoting just some of what we offer and um that would be certain formulas that perhaps they would they would put up a poster for us they have said that could say here are some products we have post-birth perhaps even nourishing teas that are perfectly safe for all the trimesters you know some no-brainers that are non-complicated and often there's like there's that worry, I don't know if this is safe. I'm pregnant, so we just want it to be very straightforward and simple. Uh, formulas for sleep, digestion, yeah. Also for the baby, teething, and um, also and postpartum f- depression. Um, Absolutely, prenatal mixes. Yeah, and prenatal natal care. For example, you know those expensive
2: fifty, you know one vitamin costs five dollars. You know those pre oh my gosh. prenatal vitamins, right? But so we have a um, plant smoothie vitamin mix, right? So Ooh. we're, you know, we're, we're sort of encouraging people, hey, you know, it can cost you $10 a month. It's you just know, the for powder. just powdered plant material, you know, and you pour boiling water over it the night before. So you, you really generously open the plant medicine, you know, all the phytochemicals sort of go into the water. Then you just dump that into your smoothie in the morning. So easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, so we're working on yeah, the smoothies? pre-postnatal. So yeah, the smoothies for cancer smoothie,
0: vitamin smoothie, candida smoothie. Lovely,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. That one doesn't <laughs> taste so good.
0: <laughs> Well, I know from uh, working at Bay State Franklin and their oncology department, it's um, you know one thing that nutrition is a huge issue that I talk to people all the time, and it's not even my job, but wow. it's yeah. something that is so important. And I'm I'm glad to know that you guys are are starting to bring some kind of um developing supplements for the cancer um, because it's a huge the nutrition that they're yeah. often not getting. Mm. I tell people all the time, just re- don't forget. Fruits and vegetables, or medicine too. Yes, and they're they like are. there's like a look in their eye, like oh yeah, yeah wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I know it's a miracle, isn't it's, it? You yeah, know? so it's really cool to hear that you're kind of developing those things that are easy to access and affordable, and and also really nutritive.
1: Mm, absolutely, yeah, they're really good too. They're mm.
0: come and try it out,
2: yeah. and pediatric blends. You know, um, talk about picky eaters. You know, um, so we can give those picky eaters their own personal after dinner tea or, you know, it's fun. It's really fun with the kids, isn't it? And the babies and the,
1: there's a really great way to sneak, um, herbs into your child's food. And that is to make a very simple broth with herbs that doesn't, of course, taste bad, but let's talk about like nettles and dandelion leaves Mm. full of vitamins and minerals. Um, Then you can actually cook rice if your child will eat rice, but you can anything that you would cook in water, you can cook in a vitamin rich, simple broth and you're essentially sneaking these Mm. strong, strong nutrients, powerful nutrients into your food. I I love love that trick
0: well we are we're nearing the end of our show so i wanted to see if you guys had any things that you'd like to just throw out there into the universe any anything that you feel like is is coming to mind that you i don't know just i like to leave this as sort of an open-ended question anything uh you both have kind of looks on your face like uh join our email list (laughs) sure yeah how can people (laughs) find you what, so oh, yeah. you
1: can go to bluedragonapothecary.com and under contact, there's a sheet there that says sign up for our newsletter, and mm-hmm. also you can contact contact sorry contact us at info at bluedragonapothecary.com.
2: Yeah, Fabulous. and no one, no one is turned away for lack of funds. You may end up having to take out the garbage and trade. You know, we make sure, sure that there's a healthy trade.
0: Um, but no one's turned away for lack of funds. Hmm. That sounds lovely um well thank you both for being here on the show today um you know i it was such a wonderful to um have you guys walk through the door and and onto the onto the radio waves with me today thank you for having us thank you so much absolutely Absolutely appreciate it absolutely so if anyone out there is just tuning in and want to hear more about the um the co-owners of blue dragon apothecary in greenfield so have a great afternoon everyone and be well